0: And it's The shape of your body is blue The feeling i got it in It's a summer It's cool That's when I tell no rules It's heaven But It's a
1: summer Oops, sorry <coughs> Sorry, I was switching tabs and uh, I, I cut off Taylor Swift. I apologize, Taylor. Huge game. NFC, just huge implications. Dallas, Philly, whoever wins, potentially will win their division and potentially tie up the one seed. Jack Prescott, hoping to become the MVP at his position for the Dallas Cowboys for the first time in the history of Dallas. Jalen Hurts, the Eagles, hoping to lock up the one seed in the conference and the division with Nick Sirianni, the bastard, as his head coach. Great podcast coming up right here. 24th Podcast. Of you worse thing you ever heard. Who summer with
0: you? With you with you
1: Sorry about that. I just had to, just had to, you know, play a little bit of Taylor Swift before we open up the podcast. <clears throat> now, I've disclosure. I've I've already seen the entirety of the first half, but I wanted to watch it again with you. I'm a huge Dallas Cowboy fan. A lot of implications about this game or for this game have been made. Lot of lot of theories. The theory is is that Dallas won't win because the Eagles are the better team. The Eagles have been playing better, et cetera, et cetera. We will see about that. I already know the outcome, but, but, you know, I'll say it. Dallas absolutely destroys the Philadelphia Eagles for the entirety of the first half. I mean, the score before I got onto the podcast was, what was it? It was 24 to 6. Or I guess now it is. In favor of Dallas. It was as bad, it is as bad, if not worse, than the San Francisco 49ers game. And you may ask me, why are we about to watch this this game from snap to finish? And we will watch every single snap. The reason why is that for, that I will essentially watch this game and cast this game and talk to you about this game, is that for the last three months, the narrative on Dallas has been that not only Dallas is a fraud. A football team that does not beat winning teams ever. That does not beat winning teams ever. But so is Dak Prescott's MVP resume. And he is the MVP. He's the MVP. He hasn't thrown. I haven't seen the game again. I haven't seen the second half of the game. But we will watch it. But Dak hasn't thrown in an interception in almost a month. And he's thrown, in that span of time, somewhere close to 20 touchdowns. He's almost at thirty. He's almost at a career high. He is probably going to sit out of the second, maybe not the second half. Excuse me, but the third. Probably, probably they're going to pull him at the bottom of the third quarter, and that's when we'll wrap up the podcast. And I'll start fast forwarding through the uh, the game because we'll have ample time. I mean, it's been two hours pretty much since the game has been since the game started. It's like ten o'clock at this point, but. Dallas has been in full control over the game, offensively, defensively, I think they essentially scored on every single one of their drives, including the opening drive, and we'll watch it here in a second, but Dallas tonight put the entire NFL and league on notice, you shouldn't have been talking shit about us for the last two months straight, and you probably shouldn't have anointed the Philadelphia Eagles as the best team in the NFL. Let's get started with the absolute ass-whooping that is this game. Cavante Turpin brings it out. 25-yard line as the future MVP of the NFL. And Dak, motherfucking Prescott jogs on out with the offensive line. The interesting concepts that Dallas ran out in the first quarter especially are very interesting and telling for how they want to play the sport going forward from here. Dak. 25-yard line, starts it off in the backfield, flanked right, Tony Pollard, Dak, feels the pressure, just says, you know what, I'm out. I've got him out. First play from scrimmage, he's like, I'm going, I'm out. Checks it down to Tony Pollard, runs around, pirouettes, pirouettes. Finds Tony Pollard first, nope, not a first down, five yards. Just finds him. Nice job by Dak. Great job. Great, phenomenal. Couldn't have asked for more. Good job by Dak. You're going to hear me praising Dak Prescott a lot. Second and four. Dak empty set, two by three formation. They snap it to him. Dak, screenplay, Tony, goes absolutely somewhere as he gets the first down on second and four. Eagles were all over it, but somehow Tony makes it work. Big baby Davis, Jordan Davis, back onto the football field. Number 90 for the Philadelphia Eagles. First round draft pick a year ago, flanked by his former teammate in Georgia. Current teammate, technically he's not, Jalen Carter isn't on the football field, but Fletcher Cox is one of the best defense tackles in the NFL. Third in inches, Dak, in the shotgun. Jet sweep, orbit motion, excuse me, Kevontae Turpin finds a crease down the right side of the football field. First down Dallas, in and around midfield. Dallas is getting a little bit getting a little bit juiced up. Says goodbye to Jordan Davis. Goodbye to Jalen Carter, Goodbye to Fletcher Cox. We're not going to have any of that mess on so third and one. We're just going to hand it off to come on, they turp. We're going to give it off to Big Turp. And they do. And he's gone. And he's away. And he's fast. And he's small, which is why he had to run out of bounds. First and ten. Inside Philadelphia territory. I said midfield. Excuse me. Let me put some respect in Dallas' name. 44-yard line. Hands it to Tony. Tony gets a crease, breaks a tackle, gets 11 yards against the Philadelphia Eagles defense. This was something interesting that the San Francisco 49ers took advantage of last week. Potentially, this is something that Nick Bosa was referencing. The fact that the Philadelphia Eagles are so god-awful in their run defense and in their ability to stop the run. And Dallas has essentially said in the first half, you know what? Let's try and exploit that. We're going to run Tony Pollard. We're going to run Rico Dowdle, especially on this opening drive. Dak under center again, hands it off. Rico Dowdle. Dowdle gets two, maybe three yards. And you're saying to yourself, why aren't they throwing it to CeeDee Lamb? They have one of the, the Eagles, of course, have one of the worst offensive backfields in the NFL. Darius Slade Jr., terrible, terrible. James Bradbury, even worse. And God help you if they find. Eli Ricks. I mean, oh my God, talk about liability and coverage. These great quads. And so you wonder, CeeDee Lamb, one of the best wide receivers in the slot, as they hand it off again to Rico Dato. And Rico Dato, again, breaks a lot of tackles. Gets almost to the first down marker. But you got to wonder, right? All of these horrific DBs, defensive backs, members in the secondary you got to ask the question why isn't dallas r- throwing the football and attacking into that i mean it's just simple they're getting 10 yards per damn carry with rico dado that's why they're running the damn football they got the mvp in the league and they're just like well can we get something from our run game to alleviate the pressure off of Dak? because Dak has to have a couple of great throws every third and one they had they don't even hand it off they let Dak just t- t- take it off the gut get the first down itself but you got to ask the question if you're Dallas, right? Or if you're a fan of Dallas. Why aren't they, run, why aren't they throwing it with, with, with CeeDee Lamb and all these other guys when the Eagles' backfield is so, or not backfield, but secondary so god-awful. And it's just like, well, because their running game is efficient is efficient and effective. They just got multiple first downs by running the football and by handing it off. The Kevontae Turpin play was like a 30-yard gain. It's just like, why not run it? As Dallas, first and 10, Dak, play action, tries to take a shot. CeeDee Lamb who catches it, but he double-clutches it. Catches it, double-clutches it on the sideline. Incomplete pass for C.D. Lamb. Dak Prescott, Dallas Cowboys. Let me turn off some lights here. Hold on. Dallas. Doing immaculate job doing a job, matriculating the ball down the field, second and 10, 21-yard line of the Eagles, almost inside the red zone. Dak double-clutches it again, checks it down to Tony Pollard. Nobody was there. You'll see Dak double-clutch it because there's times for the Cowboys where guys just aren't where Dak Prescott needs them to be. But he clutches it, but he's he's just like, I'm watching what's going on. I don't like what I'm seeing. I'm just checking it down. And he almost gets a first down with Tony Pollard. As Hassan Reddick goes up against Terrence Steele and Dak kind of takes a shot. He almost takes a shot. He had to check it down. If he didn't check it down, he would have gotten sacked. Third and two as Terrence Steele once again is having massive issues with Hassan Reddick. Third and two, Dak, they snap it to him. Deep drop. Dak, looking, looking, gets out of there. Run, Dak. Run, Dak. Throws it to Sadie Lamb for an easy touchdown. Wait. Easy touchdown for Dallas. Flag flies on the play. Kevin Byard signals that it's against Dallas. Mike McCarthy can't believe it. Neither can I. Sirianni looks like a complete idiot buffoon. They're going to tell me what's going on. There are no holding. There is no holding. I remember this. It's the play that every single Philadelphia Eagle fan is complaining about. It's the touchdown of to C.D. Lamb against Jordan Davis. Now again, a lot of the calls go Dallas's way, but also Dallas has a bajillion penalties because Dallas always has a bajillion penalties. Here's the thing. Against the Eagles, Dallas had a lot of plays and penalties and calls not go their way, and they barely lost the game. The Eagles had a lot of penalties not go their way. And by the way, Dallas has had some penalties not go their way either, for sure. But against the Eagles, right, Dallas finally gets some plays going their way. It's a complete blowout. Complete and utter blowout. Eagles have the, have the calls go their way. They barely win. Dallas has the calls go their way. They win the game by huge margins. That speaks louder than the first game, at least in my opinion, as Jalen Hurts, as they're showing all the memories on Sunday Night Football with the Cowboys and the Eagles. One of the best primetime matches matchups excuse me, in the NFL, especially divisional-wise. As the Eagles step out onto the football field, let's see what Nick Sirianni dials up for Jalen Hurts and the Philadelphia Eagles. Here, I completely forgot Julio Jones was a Philadelphia Eagle too. You know, when they signed Julio, I was just like, eh, all right. You know, like Julio is past his prime; he's a year or two out from retiring and having and going into you know the distance as essentially one of the greatest wide receivers of all time. But still, it's just like you know, it's just eh julio with the eagles when they signed him everybody freaked out and i was just like yeah he's old you know he's not the same julio jones who's like one of the greatest wide receivers of the last two decades you know first and 10 hands it off deandre swift gets four yards four yards quick easy four yards as well i mean it's fast it's easy Showing me Jalen Hurts' numbers. They're also showing me that he has the sec- the second most rushing touchdowns in the NFL. Me personally speaking, I don't really care. He has ten interceptions, and then an additional five forced fumbles, and he's gonna have another one here tonight. Tonight, on second and six, they rush it up the middle with Jalen Hurts. Me personally speaking, I love Jalen. I think he's a great player. I don't know why the Eagles have a little bit more confidence in his ability to throw the football here. It's a, to me, it's a head-scratcher. Really, it is, because it's just like Jalen, to me, is capable of throwing the football. I don't know why they don't trust him more in the pocket. The fact that, I mean, they just ran a designed quarterback run, and I just, eh, I don't understand it. You know he's hurt. Why would you try and exacerbate the issue, the problem? First and 10, 40-yard line. You got A.J. Brown and Devontae Smith and Dallas Goddard is now on the damn field. It's like it doesn't make any damn sense. As he gets flushed from the pocket, almost sacked by Micah Parsons. Dallas's entire defensive line was there. It's going to be illegal use of hands, hands to the face on Micah Parsons as he brutalizes Lane Johnson in his face, pushes his damn chin strap into his face, Makes his nose bleed. Go get him, Micah Parsons. 15-yard penalty, but it kind of sucks because you thought that they were going to call a hold on Lane Johnson, and then it's just like, eh, no. It's, um, it's clear-cut in a way, a penalty against Micah Parsons. Yeah, I mean, he just, he kind of brutalizes Lane Johnson multiple different times during this game, as we will see multiple different times from... Multiple different angles in 4K, and oh, 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 I cannot wait. Eight minutes, 41 seconds left in the first quarter. Jalen Hurts and the gun. Flank left DeAndre Swift at the 45 yard line of the Eagles, almost across midfield. Jalen wants it. They snap it. Jalen, deep drop back. Dallas brings extra pressure. Jalen goes down the football field. A.J. Brown, too deep for him, too strong. Stephon Diggs in coverage. Stephon Gilmore, excuse me, in coverage. And they're a little bit of talking, a little bit of chit-chat. A.J. Brown says, I'm the best wide receiver in the NFL. Stephon Gilmore said, no, you're not. I just strapped your ass up. Go back to the huddle. That's a long 30 yards back to the huddle. You better jog your ass back to the huddle. As he doesn't even jog back to the huddle. A.J. Brown jogs his ass to the sideline second and 10 45 yard line of the Eagles Jalen winds out Stefan not Stefan DeAndre Swift throws a nice strike to Dallas Goddard for a first down infamous tight end that was literally named Dallas after the Dallas Cowboys who Dallas is going to get but then the Eagles moved up in the draft to get him he should have been a Dallas Cowboy but we're fine with Jake Ferguson After multiple years of trying to find a tight end for us, it's Dallas Goddard seems all right for the Eagles. Jake Ferguson seems pretty good for the Cowboys. First and 10, 45-yard line of the Cowboys now. Eagles in Dallas territory. Hands it off, DeAndre Swift or Boston Scott. They always wear those damn darkened face masks. Everybody on the Eagles does when it comes to the running backs. Boston Scott. DeAndre Swift they all do as I'm getting the Dallas Cowboys defense absolute killers savages animals second and six Jalen under center in the backfield DeAndre Swift Jalen Hurts motions Dallas Goddard once twice false start Eagles I'll start on the Eagles I don't know what's going on. They're showing me Lane Johnson's face getting bloodied by Micah Parsons, who, by the way, is playing with apparently flu like symptoms. Apparently flu like symptoms. Ooh, you don't like that. Gotta get your flu shot Micah Parsons. Jalen. Quick strike. Devontae Smith incomplete. Gets hit way too hard over the middle of the field by the Dallas Cowboy linebackers. Who said you can't hit wide receivers running over the middle of the field? Dallas said, we can. We sure as hell can. Bam. Bam. Damone Clark, 33. Marquise Bell, 14. Come in. Lay the absolute boom on Devontae Smith, the slim reaper. Third and 11. Six minutes, 41 seconds left in the first quarter. Dak Prescott getting warmed up. He's feeling that the Eagles are on a cold, cold, cold front as Dallas is heating up. One second on the play. False start on the Eagles. Jordan Mailata, the All-Pro Pro pro Bowl left tackle out of somewhere in Australia. Moves early. Get your ass back there, Jordan Mailata. Get your ass back there. Get back there, Jordan Mailata. You deserve to be back there. Get back there. As they're showing me, who else? Is that Dorance Armstrong or Jonathan Hing? I don't know who that is. Jordan of moves. Doran Armstrong moves in retaliation. It's a simple, easy, easy call. Easy call. Great call. By the, um, by the officials. Jalen wants the football. He's going to get it. Steps up in the pocket. Tries to run. No, he's not. Fires a strike to Devontae Smith. First down inside Dallas' 25-yard line. Sweet Jesus. Absolute strike. Fires pretty much contorts his body. Weird way. Fires back across the middle of the field. First down. Eagles inside. Deep inside Dallas territory. 21-yard line. Jordan. Quick strike. Dallas got it. Stutters. Gets tackled inside the five of Dallas. Hold on. Wait. Hold on, wait. Flag flies on the field. Hold on. What's called? Pass interference on the offense, number 11. It's coming back. Let me see what's going on. What's going on here? Oh, yeah, it's a rub route. The Eagles ran a rub route. You can't. You can only do it in inside the first. What is it? The one yard line of the play. And uh, for his troubles, AJ Brown gets absolutely brutalized. For his troubles, they said you're gonna rub. You're gonna run a rub route. <laughs> we got something special for you, AJ Brown. We got something real special for you. First and ten. Jalen takes it himself. Jalen fumbles the ball. Inside the Eagle, inside the whole damn territory. A strong drive by the Philadelphia Eagles. The king of fumbles for the quarterbacks himself, Jalen Hurts, just had a huge fumble for the Dallas Cowboys. Gotta wrap up, Jalen. Gotta wrap it up. And they punch it out immediately, like the Maniac used to do in Indianapolis. Just punch it out immediately. Huge, huge loss by the Eagles. Huge drive gives Dallas an opportunity. Huge opportunity to come back and make a huge play. To go up potentially. What is it? 14 to 0. As I check the box score. As I am watching a bajillion advertisements. What, what is what is this advertisement that I'm watching now? It's like, Jesus fucking Christ. <laughs> like, what, how many ads can I get? And they're showing me that John Legend, who I didn't even know is a Cowboy fan, he's down there. He's like, I can finally show my face in Dallas because Dallas is finally doing some cool shit. On their first drive, Dallas now has a false start themselves. It's a great job by Dallas no, it's not (laughs) like, no, it's not (laughs) by the way, uh, NBC did this bullshit where they showed the CD lamb touchdown and how Jordan Davis was apparently held. And I was like, Hey, Hey, can we, can we also show how often Micah Parsons is held as well? Can we also show how early Lane Johnson is on the call? Like if we're going to show people getting held, can we show Micah Parsons getting held on the damn play? Jesus Christ. If we're going to play that game, let's play both sides. Let's not just call the call the game one way. If we're going to call holding on one team, let's make sure to call it on both teams. Please and thank you. My God. Because I know for damn sure Michael Parsons isn't getting any damn holding calls. He's getting held by Lane Johnson almost every damn play. Second and nine as Dallas... I don't even know what they did. I was bitching about the officials for two... Isn't it ironic? It's like the officials are now serving up Dallas some really, really nice, solid solid performances and I'm still complaining about the officials I'm still salty about it about it as Patrick Mahomes would say how does he say it about it about 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 it I think that's how we'd say it as they're showing me the coverage big play Slay Darius Slay Jr or as he now commonly likes to be called Slay or in this case getting slayed by the Dallas Cowboys wide receivers third and nine he, he has a really really nice play against Brandon Cooks on a back shoulder fade Brandon gets vertical as he sees Dak scrambling Darius was with him Dak wants it takes it CD Lamb gets a 30-yard completion thank you very much first down does the thing where he points to the first down marker great job by CD Lamb and the Dallas Cowboys just running a deep over route I don't know what the hell he's running he's running some he's running a I, I don't know what he's running they need, whatever route he's running, he needs to run that route even more. He ran an in-breaking route, cut hard back outside, first down Dallas. I mean, CeeDee line was wide open, the DB, it, it just wasn't even close. My God, he already has three receptions, 45 yards, and we're barely done with the first quarter. It's Rico gets it for maybe two yards here, two, three yards on a running play. <clears throat> Four minutes, 15 seconds left. First quarter. Dallas is having a phenomenal, phenomenal first. First two drives. First three drives, really. Offense scored. Defense got a turnover. Offense is moving and matriculating the ball down the football field. Second and eight. Second and eight. Dak under center. Bang, they snap it to him. Hands it off. Tony Pollard. Tony. Full head of steam. That's the... Not the first down, but he gets like eight yards. Again, it's like, why wouldn't you run it? You know, you don't like running it sometimes on second and ten when your running game isn't doing anything. And you're like, damn. You're getting like eight yards, seven yards per carry. I mean, it's third and two right now. It's like, you like that. You like that odd. Oh, you like those odds a lot. Third and two. Dallas. They're not showing me Dallas. They're showing me the, the Eagles. I don't care about the Eagles. I care about Dallas. They snap at a deck he pumps, he fires, incomplete Michael Gallup. That'll be it for Dallas. Here, do they go for it? Yeah, they do. They do go for it. It's fourth and two. You're across midfield. You're Dallas. You like the odds. Michael Gallup, it just bounces straight off his freaking hands again. They're showing the AWS, the Amazon next-gen stats. They say the fourth-down conversion, the probability of converting is 58%. The recommendation is that you got to go for it, and I agree. Dak is telling the crowd to shut the hell up! Fourth and two, Dallas. Dak motions Tony to the left side. They snap it to Dak. They hand it off to Tony. Tony gets the first and two more confidently Dallas is moving and matriculating the ball Jalen Hurts can only look up at the mega big screen in Dallas Texas that even I yours truly 24 has seen myself it is a very large jumbotron that Dallas has not like that stupid halo jumbotron in Los Angeles what the hell was Los Angeles thinking putting a damn halo in that stadium everybody says it's a beautiful stadium with a shitty jumbotron first and 10 they hand it off to Tony Tony Pitt gets the edge Tony gets the first down Tony gets tackled inside the 25 of the well, it's coming back. It's coming back. It's coming back. It's a problem with some of these running plays. It's just sometimes, you know, you hurt yourself more than you hurt the other team. Holding Terrence Steele. The NBC broadcast, as much as they highlighted the Jordan Davis holding, or not Jordan Davis, yeah, the Jordan Davis holding on the, on the touchdown, they also show off the holding, or not the holding, but the dancing that the Eagles will do where they're complaining and bitching about penalties. They're like, oh, he held me. Let me spin around. As Flet-. Do you realize how ridiculous it is to see Fletcher Cox, a first bout Hall of Famer, one of the greatest defensive tackles in the history of the sport, twirl around like a ballerina begging and screaming for a hold when he's like 330 pounds? Do you realize... How ridiculous he looks when he does that shit and how bad he makes me look as a huge fan of Fletcher Cox, who I, I've wanted to be a Dallas Cowboy for damn near five years. Do you realize how difficult Fletcher Cox makes me look? Not how difficult, how ridiculous. Second and 20. Dak in the gun flanked right, Rico Dowdle. Dak hands it off to Rico Dowdle Again, when you get so many yards. Get so many yards. It's not a bad idea to run it. And it's just like, what do you, what do you want Dak Prescott and the Dallas Cowboys to do? They don't have a completion, a play drawn up where they're like, oh, like, like let's just try and have a thirty yard, a twenty yard completion. It's like that's not in the playbook. That's not a thing. This is showing me Reed Blankenship for the Eagles. Third and seventeen for the Dallas Cowboys. Stalled out drive. Hold on the Tony Pollard run, which would have gotten them inside the twenty five-yard line, I think, of the Eagles, Dak, third and 17, Dak, they snap it to him, deep drop, steps up, Dak throws, incomplete, Michael Gallup, uh! 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 hold on Darius Slade Jr., either a hold or a pass interference, regardless, I was like, the ball's short, why is it so damn short, and then I looked at it, and I was like, oh, it's short because Darius Slade Jr. held Michael Gallup, That's why he was short. Because Dak put it perfectly on Michael Gallup. And then Darius Slay Jr. held him. First and 10. Once again, Dak Prescott. And the gun. 32-yard line play action. Dak looking. Looking. set up. Runs. Dak scrambles. Dak gets it tight. Another damn hold, apparently. He got inside the 15-yard line of the Eagles. And it's just like, you know, like, can can, can, can we stop holding people? Jesus Christ so on Tyler Smith and once again they do that foo-foo mess where they were like up up let me twirl around like a little girl and pirouette and be like oh my god where's the hold where's the hold Micah Parsons will ask for hold, but he still gets the day I'm done I'm done first and 20 Dak Prescott in the gun first and 20 41 yard line 42 yard line of the Eagles paying a stop it to Dak Dak deep drop back Dak Off the hands of Jake Ferguson, hard catch to make. When your tight end has to extend fully, leave his feet, and try to catch the pass, and it still kind of like bounces off his fingertip. I'm like, that's not really on tight end, that's on quarterback. Second and 20 after the incompletion. Dak, deep drop back. Dak, looking. Dak, fires, incomplete. Again, this is the play that he double clutches because nobody is where they should be. And so Dak tries to fit it in, he tries to force it. And instead, he probably should have taken off, ran, do anything else. It gets batted down. It's uh, it's incomplete. It's incomplete. Third and 20 now. As Dak and the Cowboys are trying to get something here for their troubles. Deep drop back. Dak, bang, bang, incomplete. You could maybe call a hold on whoever was guarding Cavante Turpin, but... eh, it it was incomplete. Cavante Turpin didn't snap it, and I was thinking to myself, Dallas is gonna punt. Dallas is gonna punt. They do not punt. They send out essentially the best kicker in the NFL, Brandon Aubrey. 60 yard field goals, good for Brandon Aubrey, making the score 10 to zero. Dallas, great job by Dallas. Gets points off of the turnover, a touchdown. In your opening drive, you'll take a field goal. You're up by two scores with all the momentum going your way. And Dallas looks absolutely unequivocally sharp to start the opening couple of drives in game. Opening drives of the game, excuse me. Once again, the Eagles start at their own 25. They snap it at Jalen, who play actions, deep drop back, screenplay, Dallas Goddard. It's going nowhere fast. Until he gets like five, six yards because he's Dallas Gardner. Just gets stood up, says, "Uh uh-uh, I will not be denied. Even coming back off of a fractured arm, I will not be denied. Should have been a Dallas Cowboy. He was perfect. And the Eagles had to leapfrog the Dallas Cowboys. One of the best tight ends in the NFL. But that's okay. Apparently Shaq Leonard picked the Eagles because... He saw that picture of Nick Sirianni winning the NFC Championship game. And he's like, I want a taste of that. And it's just like, you're, you're probably not going to get any of that if Dallas has something to say about it. I mean, you should have picked the Dallas Cowboys. I don't know why. I don't know why. And by the way, they uh, they run it on second and four with DeAndre Swift and he gets nothing. I don't know why they were talking. I don't know why Shaq Leonard signed with the Eagles after watching them get absolutely destroyed. And it's the end of the first quarter, 10-0 to Dallas. It's going to be third and short coming up. I don't know why he decided to go. The Philadelphia when he just watched that ass whooping that the 49ers put on he's like you know what you know where that you know a team that really 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 seems good you know and played good football recently the Eagles against the 49ers I mean that just looks like a such a good team I was like damn man you gotta be kidding me but uh nope goes to the Eagles is getting absolutely shredded and he is playing like sporadically he is playing though but wow 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 Wow! as they're showing me shikari richardson by the way they're the nbc of course has the olympics and they're showing me shikari richardson who is dynamite who's probably gotten better since she got since she tested positive for marijuana at the olympics in japan which was such utter bullshit because russia had their ice skaters be juicing at like 13 14 years old we couldn't have an athlete that smokes weed bullshit We can't wait to see Shikari Richardson in July tear up those bastards in the freaking USSR or Russia or whatever they call themselves. We can't wait to skin them alive like a damn cat and mount their pelt on our wall. Go, America, go. Fuck the the USSR. Fuck Russia, whatever they call themselves. And whoever allies with those scheming rat bastards who invaded Ukraine over a year ago. It's a year ago, right? feels like it was, it's either this year or... everything. Every major event... I feel like it's. it was this year that Russia invaded Ukraine, right? But it feels so long ago. It just... I don't know. I could be wrong. As on third and two, Jalen Hurts just tries to find Devontae Smith and he can't hold on to the football. Devontae, incomplete pass. As man... The punter for the Eagles will about to punt it off to the Dallas Cowboys. Come on. Let's see Cavante Turpin. Turpin time. Turpin, as man, doesn't kick it away. He throws it to Zacharias, whatever his name is, 13 with the three-syllable last name, and he gets the first down. It's a fake by the Philadelphia Eagles against the Dallas Cowboys. Against Bones Fossil, who is known for his for his sneaks not his sneaks excuse me for his trickery for his trick plays on special teams there's no need to do that anymore because everybody's going for it on fourth down it's like why would i have trick plays for my special teams just coach them up right bones we'll go for it on fourth down with the offense the eagles are like our offense stinks we can <laughs> we can't go for it on fourth down we got to we got to do a trick play First and 10 at Dallas' 39 yard line. One of the best throws of the night. Oh, so Diggy Two was there! They try to hand it off to DeAndre Swift. It goes nowhere fast. Nowhere fast. Hold on. Let me try and adjust this really fast. Hold on. I can't really. I need a screwdriver. I'll attack it later. <clears throat> Second and 14 now. As Jalen empty set, bang, they snap it to him. Jalen, quick throw. It's caught Devontae Smith. Not for a first down, though. It's going to be short of the first down. It's going to be close. It's definitely going to be close. Do you go for it here if you, if it's on fourth down? I think you do here. Right? You're already desperate. <clears throat> You just—I mean, good God! You just had a fake punt, and it went for like thirty yards. I was just like, yeah, I, I think you go for it, but you want—you want it closer than five yards. It's third and five. You want to be able to do the tush push. Jalen in the gun, flanked left. Bang! They snap it to him. Jalen deep drop. Jalen fires downfield to the right side in and out of the hands of A.J. Brown, it's incomplete, and I mean, it was a perfectly thrown ball, and A.J. Brown just dropped it, and it's a very weird thing, and this is like a, what is it, a 52-yarder, and Jake Elliott, he hits those easy. It's a weird circumstance with A.J. Brown, because it's just like, A.J. Brown had that great start to the regular season, essentially was getting like 120, 30 yards per game every single game, and now it's just like, I mean, I, I don't even know what to say about AJ Brown and his, and they're showing me Gabby Tom uh, Thomas, who's just this absolute killer on track and field for the United States going into the Olympics next season, next year. But when it comes to, when it comes to, um, what is it? Who was I talking about earlier? I don't even remember. I think it was, like, Jake Elliott or something like that. I was talking about Jake Elliott. I was talking about somebody else, Jalen Hurts. Oh, yeah, the tush push and stuff like that. They they, they weren't close enough to get it. It's fine. It's fine. They got the... They got it. They're showing me Dak Prescott. They By the way, they're showing me Dak's Here We Go because that's just become a huge thing now. They showed me Manning's Omaha. They showed me Aaron's Green 19. Now they're showing me Dak Prescott's Here We Go. This is how big of a thing it's become. It's like they've literally... They will literally stop talking during the broadcast to listen to Dak Prescott say, Here we go, a bajillion times. As the Cowboys, they try and get something with the running game again. And <clears throat> they um it's second and eight now. But uh Dak and the Cowboys, they try and get something on second and eight. Or not second and eight on first and ten with Rico Dado, and it just it's just nothing's there. None's there. Dallas is saying you got to shut down the running game before we we pass it. And there's another huge gain by Dak Prescott and the Dallas Cowboys. Seam route, Jakey Ferguson. Jake Fergie down the seam. Once again, first down Dallas. Huge play. It was like a 20, 30-yard gain. I was like, God damn. Sling it, Dak. (coughs) Excuse me. Sling that thing, Dak Prescott. As Dak... They're showing me Jake Ferguson lowering the boom on Reed Blankenship, the the best tackler on the Philadelphia Eagles. And, I mean, he just absolutely trucked him, made him look like a scrub, first and 10 at the 45 of the Eagles. Dak hands it off to Rico. Rico gets like four, maybe five yards there as he gets destroyed by Fletcher Cox. I mean, Rico Dowdle has like 300 and something pounds just to be put on him because Fletcher Cox ended up on top of him. They're showing me Darius Leonard, a.k.a. Shaq Leonard. I should have said Shaq Leonard, not Darius. I always get his name confused. Show me Shaq Leonard. As Shaq Leonard, again, I guess he was in on the play. To be honest with you, I've again, I've watched this entire quarter. I've watched both quarters. I didn't know that he was playing tonight. I mean, he made no plays tonight. Like, None as Dak deep drop deep drop back checks it down to Rico Rico shrugs off one tackle gets another uh, damn as Darius Leonard breaks the freaking first down marker Shaq Leonard my bad Shaq Leonard but yeah I didn't notice that Shaq was even playing and I, I thought he wasn't because I was like damn like he's not making any plays whatsoever and they just showed me again they showed me him again and it was just like yeah no nothing there Okay, it's Dallas gets the first down of course with the checkdown with with Rico Dauto. First and 10 at Dallas at the Eagles now 35. Rico gets a full head of steam, just does a lot of dirty work on the inside, makes a bunch of cuts, gets upfield for almost a first down. It's like second in like second and 1. As a giving me a report on Shaq Leonard here not really to report on when it comes to what he's doing on the field because he's not really doing a whole lot as they're showing me and referencing that picture of nick sirianni and the philadelphia eagles winning the nfc championship game and it's just like eh, he doesn't look so pretty anymore now that choice that decision second and one cd lamb toss play first down money for the dallas cowboys and again first down cd lamb Has a bunch of those recently It's like a jet motion, Eagles weren't ready for it, toss play, CeeDee Lamb can do some Debo Samuel stuff too, and unlike Debo, he's smart enough to get out of bounds. He's like, I got the first, it's second and one, I'll just get the first. I'll just run out of bounds, thank you very much. Apparently that counts as a pass too, by the way, when you toss it in front of you, that counts as a pass, because it's a forward pass, which is fascinating. Cause it's just like, it's a toss, but it's a pass, but it's whatever. <laughs> I'm like, it's whatever. He got like 10 yards off of it too. So it was just like, Hey, you know, Hey, good for him as they run it, run it. Once again, with Tony Pollard, who's really found his way moving and grooving, running here with Dallas and Dak Prescott, where he's found a lot of ways to run inside the tackles and Rico Dowdle is a really, really solid number two back for Dallas and, I mean, they're just doing a lot of dirty work here. I mean, it's second and three after a seven-yard run by Tony Pollard. It's weird how much better he's been getting over the last couple of weeks. Not just because of Rico Dowdle, but also just, I mean, that, that, solid, that was a nice, solid run by Tony Pollard on first and ten. And they give it to him again. Tony cuts it back on the inside, and he gets a dirty two yards. Tried to get the edge. The edge wasn't there. Cuts it to the inside. Again, I'm talking about cuts. Cuts it to the inside almost gets the damn first down and he really shouldn't have he really should have been tackled in the backfield and he's like he sees two or three eagles running after him trying to hit him on the edge and he's like that was a that that's not a good idea if I keep running forward cuts back to the inside says please thank you very much and he gets two yards instead of losing two yards so you're like yeah that's a good play there's Dak on third and one gets the first down and who the hell is trying to who the hell is trying to touch my core? As some jackass with long-ass hair tries to rip the ball from Dak Prescott's hands. As he runs the quarterback sneak better than Jalen Hurts running the Philly Pilly... Hey, Brown! Hey, Brown! 21, you better not touch my quarterback like that! You better not touch my quarterback like that! Second, first and goal, excuse me now. As Dak in the gun... Flanked right, it's Tony Pollard, and he gets the first. Nope, he gets the touchdown. Does he get the touchdown? Does he get it? He he does not. He does not. Eagles were really, really happy about Dallas not getting the touchdown. I was like, you guys want to run this back again? You guys want to do this? You guys wanna you guys wanna ride this bull again? All right. Second and goal. Dak under center, motions Hendershot. shot, play action, Dak. Throws a fade, not a fade, but an out route to Jake Ferguson, and I mean Moreau, the linebacker, plays Jake Ferguson, and he he does a great job. It's close. It's not pass interference, but it's close. It's a great coverage actually. He plays the man completely because that's all you can do because Jake has the separation, and it's not a bad ball by Dak at all. It's perfect. It's right where Jake Ferguson can get it, but Moreau just plays through the man, incomplete. It is what it is. Third and goal. Rico Dowdle. I'm going to spoil it for you. He gets it. But the refs rule it. That he doesn't get it. And then upon further review. He does get it. Mike McCarthy challenges. Dallas gets the touchdown going up like 17 to Mm -mm 3. Sorry. As... Taking a swig of my water. Show me Walter Payton Man of the Year. They're showing me Lane Johnson and Demarcus Lawrence. Ironically enough, Dallas already has their Walter Payton Man of the Year. And that's Dak Prescott. Last year's award winner. As they hand it off, the Eagles do. Who is that? Who is that? I don't know who that is. They cut back to Lane Johnson and talking about how he's Walt Payton Man of the Year, and then they cut to Demarcus. I'm trying to figure out how if the Eagles are going to win this game. As Jalen, quick strike, AJ Brown, first down. Finally, Beach, Stephon Gilmore. Five minutes, forty seconds left in the second quarter here. Jalen Hurts is saying something. He's like, I, I'm, I'm doing something with my hands. I'm doing something with my hands. What is he doing? I don't know. I'm not a football player. First and 10, 46-yard line of the Eagles. Jalen in the gun. Jalen tells his offensive line to cool it. We're changing the play, guys. We're doing something else. I don't like what we just called. I don't like the look Dallas is giving me. We're doing something else. Two seconds left on the play clock. Jalen. Runs it, Designed quarterback run again, and gets kind of a hard hit by the linebacker Ramon Clark as he tries to get his ass down, protect himself. What is going on with why are they? Why am I watching the Eagles sidelines and not the formation here? I don't get it. Second and two. As an official, does not like the spot. That they called, or not they called, excuse me, but they had for the ball originally, so they move it back. I'm trying to see what's going on here. As Jalen and the gun flanked right, bang, they snap it to him. Kenneth Gainwell, full head of steam, first down, Philly. Some pushing and shoving goes along. I wish the NFL kind of showed a little bit more of this pushing and shoving. No, Fletcher Cox got into it with the offense, the defense. I mean, they're full filled with dogs. So you know they're going to be a, there's going to be a little bit of pushing and shoving. Mike McCarthy looking at his Microsoft Surface tablet, which some of them have seen a lot of destruction. I don't know if it's a good thing or a bad thing if coaches are slamming Microsoft Surface tablets <laughs> into the ground. It, it certainly isn't a good thing when it comes to PR wise. I mean, Apple's like, we don't have to buy the NFL to essentially get them to use our god-awful tablets. You know, we'll just, the advertisement is, all the damn teams use the tablets to begin with, they just use the tablets on the field as a uh, as a doggone. And they use the other tablets on the field, but they always use our iPads, and they always refer to the tablets as iPads. They don't even refer to them as what they're supposed to be called. As Jalen Hurts takes a late hit, bar marquee's belt that doesn't get called but also the Micah parsons hold by i think lane johnson also doesn't get called so it's just like it's a little bit of a wash thank god they didn't call it either one of the penalties third and 11 or second and 11 jalen bang they snap it to him jalen deep drop throws a fade aj brown it's caught first down philly inside dallas territory two minutes 40 seconds left in the second quarter. As I mean, it's just a nice route by AJ Brown. Great catch. Great throw. Jalen, quick strike. Dallas Goddard. Deron Bland's there. He's sick of people taking on him. He's sick of it, as am I. As am I. 3 to 17, 2 minutes, 10 seconds left, as Philly will let the clock wind down. It's like two minutes left. They're going to take it to the two minute warning. Kind of what I saw early on in the second in the first half is just Dallas was able to run the football effectively and efficiently against the Eagles, which is a big no no. Anything they wanted in the passing game they got, and then Philadelphia just looks worn out like ridiculously worn out. Like they've been playing, you would have thought that they were Dallas last week. That they had played 3 games in like 12 days. Based off of like every single game that they've played against the Bills, the Chiefs, Niners and now the Cowboys, it's like dude, like they just look exhausted and they don't get any rest and I don't know how they're going to I don't know how they're going to solve this issue. They look exhausted, they look tired, they look defeated. I, I just I don't I don't get how they can be this tired when they've gotten when they when they've had like a ton of rest maybe not a ton of rest but they've had like the equal the same amount of rest as all these other teams as Jalen Hurts gets sacked by Micah Parsons while he's getting doubled by the way I I, I don't I don't know like this game when it comes to Dallas up front offensive line run blocking pass protection I mean Dak barely got touched and I mean Hassan Reddick gave Terrence Steele that work. Literally in the opening game. And then this game, it's just like, I mean, he's been kind of nullified, but also they've been helping out Terrence Steele. And then the defensive line for Dallas has done a great job. And then the offense for Dallas plays with a lot more just bite to their bark than the Philadelphia Eagles' defense. I mean, they were, I mean, they got wide receivers out there, run blocking and things of that nature. I mean, they always do, but I mean, it was different. Rico Dowdo, Tony Pollard playing on the inside. It was ridiculous as jalen hurts tries to pass on third and 18 and i mean that shit gets shut down real fast they let demarcus uh lawrence excuse me in as a free rusher i was like damn and then it's just jalen hurts is essentially in a car accident jake elliott almost misses the extra point so what is going on with the eagles man my god I don't know. I can't wait to see more though. I'm like I don't know what's going on with the Eagles, but I, I'm, I'm really excited to watch the rest of this damn, <laughs> rest of this damn game. Oh my goodness. We will stop as soon as uh Dallas stops, as soon as they wave the the white flag, and they let Dak Prescott take a seat. That's when we're done, and I'll wrap up the uh, the game. We're getting to the point where I pretty much have not seen. I haven't seen the second half. I haven't seen a single snap, but I've seen every single snap of the first half. And it is as glorious the second time around as it is the first. I'm not even going to lie to you about that. It is fantastic how badly Dallas is destroying the Philadelphia Eagles here. Six for 17, or six to 17. Dallas is on top majorly. And, wait. Let me rewind. And Dallas with essentially a nice two-minute drive coming up. Dallas has a great chance to potentially, I mean, just cap off this game with a huge, huge drive coming up. As for some reason, like my freaking thing is just pause. First and 10. Quick little out. Tony Pollard, maybe a little bit of unnecessary roughness, but they they don't call it. They do not call it. They don't care. Show me Dallas and the playoff picture. And they're showing me the rest of the NFC, uh, the NFC in the playoff picture. Dallas is one game behind Philly and also one game behind, the, technically two games behind the 49ers. As Dallas, Dak, excuse me, throws a nice little, nice little out route to michael gallup gets the separation gets the first down very easily by the way first and 10 36 yard line dak deep drop gets sacked terrence Steele gets obliterated by hassan reddick and so does dak prescott unfortunately on that play as hassan reddick just gets i mean terrence Steele is one-on-one he just Terrence Steele whiffs. I don't know why Terrence Steele has struggled this much with us on Reddick. It's just, it's a bit embarrassing. But I mean, he's, it's an issue. Second and 16, Dak, deep drop. Dak, quick throw, CeeDee Lamb. I mean, he almost gets the first down, to be honest with you. He almost gets it. Or not the, yeah, he almost gets the first down. He gets like maybe 12 of 16. So now it's going to be 3rd and 4, maybe 3rd and 3. Or Technically, I was wrong. He got 10 yards, not 12 or 13 or 14, whatever I had it at. As they're talking about whether or not C.D. Lamb had forward progress. If he doesn't have forward progress, the clock winds. 3rd and 6, Dak is pointing. That means something good or something bad is happening for Dallas. Eagles look to bring extra pressure. I was about to say they're going to bail. They do not. They roll with it and... Dak throws a quick strike to Brandon Cooks. Flags fly on the field, though. This is an interesting call that comes up. So Brandon Cooks gets interfered with on his route, right? Like, it's defensive pass interference. But the defensive pass interference is a face mask. And so on a technicality, what essentially happens is because a personal foul is what causes the defensive pass interference, you tack on... The additional 15 yards onto the defensive pass interference, and essentially you get a bajillion yards, right? The the DB for the Eagles is like this rookie. I don't know why he was guarding Brandon Cooks, uh, who is the ridiculously top-tier veteran, but essentially he goes in for one game, 22, he gets destroyed, and he causes his team to essentially lose like 30-something yards almost on one damn play. It's, it's absurd. But it's exactly what happened and exactly what the Eagles deserve. First and ten. Dak motions Michael. They snap it to Dak. Deep drop. Dak steps up. Dak slide. Dak slide. Dak, and he does. But then they call a timeout. When I was watching this game back, when they had like thirty something seconds left, I was like, "Huh, that was a great job by Dak." And then I was like, "Ooh, two minute, two minute drive." They call it timeout. They had two timeouts left, but. I was like, eh, you only got one more of those in you. But hey, you know, use them while you have them. As I am getting a bajillion ads here. Mm-mm-mm. They're showing me the Jake Ferguson play against Reed Blankenship. It can cost him, unfortunately. You hate to see players get hurt, but. I mean, Jake Ferguson has, I mean, he he has earned that 87, man. He has earned that Gronk, that Gronk number. And, it, and if you've seen a lot of tight ends, Michael Mayer, Sam Laporta, Jake Ferguson, they all wear that 87 because guess who? The greatest tight end of all time in Rob Grunko- in Rob Gronkowski used to wear it. And so they're all like, let me rep this number as well. Second and six, Dallas, Dak, deep drop, takes a shot, down, fail, got great pucks. First down at the one. Dallas trying to get up top, trying to get to the line. Scrimmage. Mike McCarthy calls a timeout. I was wondering maybe you you let your offense cook. Maybe I don't. I don't know it, but they don't let him cook. They just call the timeout. And I mean, Dak Prescott is absolutely wheeling and dealing right now. Just a post route. By Brandon Cooks, and I mean he's been absolutely clutch for the Dallas Cowboys in the last month and a half. They've gotten him going. They've gotten CeeDee Lamb going. I would just run it here on first and go out the one. I mean, really, you're inside the one. I'd just run it here. Run it with Dak. Run it with Tony. They don't run it. They don't care. Fade. Brandon Cooks gets one hand on it. It's incomplete. Maybe run that route with a taller wide receiver. Brandon Cooks is probably the best wide receiver to run that route, but he's like my height. A little bit taller. I'm like... I'm a short guy. I rep short guys, but uh, even I can be like, yeah, maybe, maybe throw that thing to a taller wide receiver. I don't know. Second and goal here. This is when I was screaming at my television: "Run the football! Run the football! You're at your one. You're inside the one. It's second and inches at the like at the goal line. Just throw it. Just run. Just throw. Just run the football." And they run a rub route, and with Michael Gallup, and they they get the touchdown very easily, and that's the end of the first half. The Eagles pretty much don't do anything with 20 seconds left. Dallas is completely and utterly on top. NBC will go into their halftime, and here's the issue. Here's like the conclusion. Dal, it's Dallas and in the 49ers. Whoever wins will probably win the Super Bowl. Okay? It's it's just that simple. There's no team in the NFC that has the talent like those two. There's no team in the NFC that's playing like those two. And the reality is I'm probably leaning towards the Cowboys and not really the 49ers because the Cowboys have been playing the best football in the last month. I mean, the 49ers, to me, seem to... like Even this game against Seattle, and I talked about it while I was watching Kansas City versus the Bills, it's like the 49ers, to me really could have lost this game if Seattle had actually had some progress on the offense because whenever the 49ers are trailing, it's not even a narrative. It's a thing. It is it is factual. When they are behind in trailing, they play a significantly worse brand of football than when they're leading. And it's very apparent in that Seattle game. When they put up 10 points, it was kind of like the 49ers were like, uh, 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 what do we do? But when the game slowly started to turn their way they were able to generate and build more momentum in their favor and they were able to do the things that they wanted to do even with Christian McCaffrey rushing for like a bajillion yards as they're showing that CD Lamb is the first Cowboys player with a touchdown reception in five straight games since Dez in 2013 but even when like Christian McCaffrey ran like a bajillion yards you know in the first half it wasn't it wasn't like the Niners were defeated as a football team. It was close. But um Man oh man was um was that game they're showing me artwork that teenagers had, I guess. It's it's kinda cool. And the Cowboys congratulated them. Artwork that's being posted on to that's posted at the Cowboys Stadium and a bunch of other cheerleaders, moms that are cheerleaders and things of that nature that are doing a halftime show. Dallas is very very much um uh, Dallas has a lot of shit. <laughs> like Dallas does a lot of shit. Okay? Showing me artwork, they're showing me cheerleaders, moms that are cheerleaders. Look, if Dolly Parton can wear the cheerleader outfit, I don't I don't know why all those girls, all those women can't wear that damn cheerleader outfit. You know what I mean? Mm mm. First and 10, 25-yard line. Oh, shit. First and 10, 25-yard line of the Eagles. Michael Parson gets an encroachment penalty. A little bit too juiced up, trying to time Lane Johnson and his faulty snap. Hold on. What? Hold on. Hold on. So Nick Sirianni essentially said that the offense is doing a great job. They just need to finish drives, which they're moving the ball well. That's what he said. He said that they're moving the ball well, but they need to finish off drives. That's cap. And then he said that they need to put pressure on Dak and they need to confuse him. I'm like, no, you need to stop the run. That's what you need to do. My God. Let me stop the run, and you can't confuse Dak Prescott. He's an eight-year veteran. It's just like, yeah, good luck good luck trying to confuse Albert Einstein when it comes to astrophysics. It's just like, yeah, you know, it's, it's not like he's a super genius, you know. As a big fella for Dallas, it looks like Jonathan Hankins is down. Unfortunately, I mean, that's a huge loss for Dallas. Jonathan Hankins, big guy, big player. One of the main reasons why Dallas has been stopping stop the run. Oh my goodness. I gotta ask the obvious question here, right? So Dan Quinn, relatively young guy. He's like 50 years old. Young in coaching. I mean, it's like co- coaching in years is relative, right? Because it's like Bill Belichick is like 70 years old. And so Dan Quinn, relatively young guy. 50 something years old people have been tying him to head coaching jobs for the last two years right since he essentially became the dallas offensive coordinator and it looks like jonathan hankins may be out for the game and because mozzie smith the rookie from michigan has to take his place but you gotta i I gotta ask the question right defense has looked otherworldly phenomenal since dan quinn has come to town does he take another head coaching job and position outside of Dallas when, I mean, he gets everything that he wants. He's got the star quarterback. He's got the star receivers. He's got the, the awesome defense, the defensive players. I mean, if he goes to another team, it's like, you're either going back to like Atlanta, which that's not going to happen, or you're going to a team like Carolina, which is kind of like a disaster. It's just like, I, 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 I would OH Football! As AJ Brown coughs it up Stefan Gilmore with the play. Are they going to are they going to it? Are they going to the red kettle? Are they going to the red kettle? Oh my god. I mean Stefan Gilmore just rips it up. Just Get out! Get out! Ah! Oh my goodness. Is he down? I'm looking at his ankle. No, yeah. Yeah. Nope. He's not down. Oh my goodness. They get a huge turnover as the Eagles were driving two fumbles, one by Jalen and one by AJ Brown. And Dallas, I mean, Dallas loves turnovers. I mean, they love turnovers. Like I like Italian cream cake. And I love Italian cream cake. I live. That's my favorite cake. First and ten. 37-yard line of the Cowboys. They hand it off to Rico Dado and he gets absolutely stuffed. Or Tony Pollard, I guess. Jordan Davis and Fletcher Cox say, get your little ass back over there. Tony Pollard is like, I'll see you in the end zone, boys. I'll see you in the end zone. Anyways, um, as I was saying, again, Dan Quinn, awesome defensive coordinator, does he get a head coaching job somewhere else? If he does, it's going to be with a shitty team. I I, I would stay in Dallas. I would just say I'm going to be a Dallas Cowboy for life. Dak going downfield. He's got Ceedee. Who drops it? He drops it. He almost drops a touchdown. Dak had him. Oh my God, Dak! What a throw by Dak! And Ceedee just I mean he drops it downfield. Beats James Bradbury clean. Beats him like beats him like a dog. Oh my goodness, caught him leaning. And CeeDee Lamb just, I mean, has an AJ Brown type of situation where he just Oh my god, he just took his eyes off the football. Oh my god. That was an awesome throw by Dak. Should have been a huge completion. Borderline a touchdown. CeeDee Lamb just took his eyes off the football. Jumps in the air unnecessarily to catch it. And I mean, it wasn't a perfect ball, but it was damn it was damn near perfect. As Tony Pollard just checks it down or Dak checks it down to Tony. As Jonathan Hankins is probably, I mean, he he's having to be carted off the field. That's horrendous. Horrendous for Dallas. Huge loss. Especially because Mozzie Smith, the rookie from Michigan, has struggled a lot in this season and for him to have to essentially now be one of the starters for the Dallas Cowboys is a yikes. It's a yikes. As Brian Anger, oof, man. Luke Schoonmaker makes an awesome tackle on the returner. as Jalen Hurts and the Eagles offense comes out onto the football field. Going back to what I was talking about with the Eagles defense, or the, the, the Cowboys defense. If I was Dan Quinn, right, it's hard to restart and essentially rebuild something from nothing. And that's kind of what going to one of these teams will be. You got to go back. You got to start back over again with a team that doesn't have Micah Parsons or Damone Clark or Trevon Diggs or Stephon Gilmore or the autonomy that you currently have with the Cowboys. The Cowboys will give him a lot of players. I mean, the Cowboys have really drafted his way for the most part. And again, it's just like you got everything here. You're just not going to be the head coach. He's one of the highest paid assistants in the NFL. I don't know, I don't know, it's a hard decision to make, it's like, do you really want to be another head coach for three, four years when it's very volatile, and essentially it's like, you're gonna stay in Dallas for as long as Dallas will have you, like, I don't know, I think it's, like, I I think it, it will be very, very hard for him to rebuild another team and to be as great as he currently is with Dallas, to be honest with you, but I don't know. We'll see what happens. Also, there's no good teams. It's like it's Carolina. It's the Raiders. You got Max Crosby. You know, you got Devontae Adams, but you don't have a quarterback. You know, it's other. It's teams like that. It's teams that are like mega questionable. And I'm just like, I don't know, man. Just stick with playing with Dallas, you know? Stick with Dallas. That's awesome. As the Eagles are back on onto the football field For the start of the third quarter here, Mozzie Smith and Osa Dizua, I think, are going to be the starters from now on. And Jalen takes a shot downfield to Devontae Smith, and it's incomplete. And it's in and out of his hands. It's not a great throw either. And this is when I don't know what the Eagles' plan is. You know, I don't know if they're just going to start slinging it, you know, to Devontae Smith and A.J. Brown. I mean, they're not really built for that type of stuff. NBC showed an interesting statistic on the Philadelphia Eagles in regards to pre-snap motion. And pre-snap motion is huge for dissecting plays, for aligning players in the correct spot. As A.J. Brown is talking to Stephon Gilmore for some weird reason because Stephon Gilmore has been very, very obnoxious, uh, my guess, because it's just been a hard day for him in the office. But the thing about it is, is that, is that, um, what is it? What was I talking about? Oh, yeah. I was talking about pre stop motion for the Eagles. The Eagles, they don't use the pre stop motion really at all. They will use pre stop motion 33% of the time on offensive plays. The league average is 55%. That's the average. And they don't, they use it for some weird reason. They just line up and they snap it, which is what Dallas used to do with Jason Garrett as the head coach they they were just like we don't believe in pre-snap motion and then they just were terrible or mediocre in offense as Dallas blitzes as Hurts just has to get it away on 3rd and 6 and it's pretty much a I mean he uses AJ Brown as like pre-snap motion but he just doesn't get the read even pre-snap when they kind of go for the hard count Dallas they flinched like their entire defensive line like flinched as if they were coming and about to freaking rush him and but he just It's just, it's just, he just doesn't read it properly. As Philly has to punt it away again. But, um, I don't know. And, yep, the Eagles, they run into Dallas as Dallas Fair catches it. Evil Eagles special teams is fucking up. So now Dallas gets, gets a first down or they get extra yardage after it because they run in a, turpin after he calls for a fair catch but as I was saying before the Eagles pre-snap motion or lack thereof is concerning because it's like the main thing that determines whether or not you're a good offense or an outdated one and the fact that and again it's like there's stuff that they use and run the Philly Philly or not the Philly Philly but the tush push the brotherly love whatever you want to call it that's that's only at third and short. And when you're not getting third and short or fourth and short, it's really hard to run that play. And especially it's hard when your run game isn't working at all, which it's not. They just showed a Dallas Cowboy cheerleader in one of those Christmas outfits. God damn, they look fantastic. Those Dallas Cowboy cheerleaders and those Christmas outfits, man, my God, do they look fantastic? First and 10 Dak, incomplete to C.D. Lamb, and I mean, he just misses him. And Dak is telling him to give him his eyes. Dak and Dak... You know what's interesting? There were so many people that said that nobody has respect for Dak Prescott on the Dallas Cowboys after the whole Trevon Diggs told him to shut your bitch ass up moment. And Dak and Trevon had came out and, you know, had essentially denied that it was a thing... And it's like you watch this game and even, not even this game, but you watch Dak interact with his wide receivers. You watch him interact with CD. You watch him interact. Even on that play when they're kind of going at it a little bit, it's not like CD is in Dak's face or Dak is screaming at CD. It's kind of just like communication, like basic communication. And meanwhile, it's like you have A.J. Brown and Jalen Hurts just like screaming at one another over and over and over again. And you look at A.J. Brown and it's just like, I mean, he's kind of been checked out of this game. I'm not going to lie to you. Or more specifically, he's been checked out except when he uh, doesn't catch passes and he's angry for some reason as Dak fumbles the football for the first time in his, I think, this year. And then Jalen Carter returns it, which I don't really care. <laughs> I'm like, I don't, or I guess it's Fletcher Cox. And then it's a scoop and score. Jalen Carter, Eagles get it 13 24. I don't care. Dak was due for a turnover, and I'm glad that it happened against the Eagles. It's like, hey, you know, the Eagles, they got something against the Cowboys. And now, of course, Dak can be like, you know what, my mistake. It wasn't a good drive either. It was actually pretty bad. And uh, now Dallas gets to go out, and they get to score again. Okay. I also love that, like, the only touchdown that the Eagles have scored. This does remind me of the game that they played about two years ago. And it's almost as bad, where it was Trevon Diggs, he got a pick six, and I think the score at half was like seven to 20-something, pretty much exactly the same score that it was tonight. And the huge like discrepancy when it came to the score and things of that nature was Dak had thrown like a pick six in his own, interse- own end zone and stuff like that, and that was the only points that the Eagles had scored all throughout the half. It's pretty much like that. So, they're showing me how good Tyron Smith is, how awesome he is, or technically how awesome he's been this season. I mean, he's been one of the best left tackles in the NFL, which, after the injuries, after the amount of time off, you would have thought, like, Tyron probably would have gotten worse, and, I mean, this is easily one of his best seasons ever. And then he's got the big boy, Tyler Smith, one of the best left guards in the NFL as well, and it's just it's a yikes the only issue that Dallas has is their goddamn right tackle and Terrence Steele who is not very good as Dak is flushed from the pocket and checks it down to Tony Pollard who slips Dallas is starting to stumble here and even when Dallas stumbles and bumbles around and Dak fumbles the football and Tony Pollard slips on a check down they still get the damn first down it's ridiculous Let me see this okay as a showing oh yeah the tight end not the tight end I, I think he is a tight end Hunter Lipke but he's more like a fullback Dak I mean Dak hasn't had like a great game he's like 16 as damn Slade Jr. makes a nice play on like a check down not a check down but he, what it like a quick slant of Michael Gallup. Dak doesn't even have a like a great game tonight, and he's still beating the shit out of the Eagles. And Darius Slate Jr. kind of holds him, and Michael Gallup just yep. Just doesn't get the separation that he needs against Darius Slade Jr. Nine minutes, 21 seconds left in the third quarter, second and ten. Try and get CeeDee Lamb involved here. But they're gonna run it with Rico Dowdle, because why not? He gets five yards almost. And Rico Dado is down now. Hold on. They're showing Tyler Smith absolutely kill Jalen Carter. The top 10 pick who I thought was just fantastic coming out of Georgia. And oof, gosh. I don't know what's going on with Rico. He just gets tied up a little bit. Yeah. Something going on with his right leg. Mm. So Rico, Rico's getting checked out. He's had a phenomenal game today. Absolutely phenomenal. Rico Dowdo will get checked out. And I mean, he's worked his way up through the depth chart. Dallas thought that they had something special with Deuce Vaughn, but Deuce hasn't really, in the first couple of games of the season, really didn't do a whole lot. And now... They put in Rico to kind of sub in for Deuce, and I mean, Rico has been awesome. But maybe that kind of opens the door up next week for Deuce Vaughn in Buffalo. We'll see what kind of happens there. We'll see how hurt Rico Dato is, but I mean, he was, I mean, he's having to be checked out. They had to go to a TV timeout. Third and six. Third and six. philly blitz stack god jake ferguson is so fucking disgusting oh my god jake ferguson you absolute fucking maniac absolutely first and foremost gets catches it on third down absolutely destroys the linebacker that's covering him or technically the safety just boom Shakes him. Gets held, by the way, too. Says, thank you very much. Stiff arms the shit out of him like he is Rob Gronkowski. Like, breaks like three tackles as Dak gets pressure in his fucking face. And Dallas just gets all the way across midfield. And Jake Ferguson is screaming his fucking face off like a psychopath. I love it. Dak. Bang. They snap it to him. Checks it down. Rico, Dado. Rico, Tries to get a full out of steam. Tries to get up field. Gets a little bit. I don't know what it was. The Eagles are starting to bring additional pressure on Dak. They're like, "Well, we got to do something to disrupt Dak." And so Dak is like, "Oh, okay. You guys are bringing extra pressure. Okay. All right. I'll check it down. I won't. I won't take shots anymore. I won't, you know, do that thing anymore and things of that nature. I'll just, I'll just check it down." To, Tony Pollard, Enrico Dado, and da-da-da-da-da. We'll we'll see what happens. Jake Ferguson. We'll hand it off to CeeDee Lamb. You know, why not? CeeDee's killing people. Flags fly on the field, though. CeeDee Lamb doesn't really get anything on the end round. It's Nick Sirianni and company. Watch. Zach is kind of feeling it right now probably holding so Dallas just got a kicking penalty on the center Tyler Biotish which uh, is all right that's all right let me see this play again let me see this So it's not tripping, it's clipping. And they get them on some bullshit call for all the Eagles fans that are like, Dallas didn't get any calls. Uh, There's your bullshit call. There you go. It's not tripping or clipping. it's, It's nothing. Second and 19 now. By the way, this is for... It's... Second and nineteen, they gotta reset the play clock because what are the refs doing right now? I don't know. So now they let them play football after they just got a bullshit phantom clipping call on Tyler Smith. I've never Tyler Biotish, excuse me, I've never even heard of that. They hand it off to Rico Dowdo, and then Rico, who's back in the game, thank God, only got like three yards there. Third down. Mm-mm-mm. Let me see. Uh, they're showing me the safety that made the play. I don't even know who it is. He's the guy that's, co- that's covering for Reed Blankenship because Reed's concussed. As Dak drops back and, oh my god, almost gets pressured. As Dak has to escape from the pocket and Dak! He doesn't slide whatsoever. He just, my God, he gets upfield. Tries to scramble for a first down, and it's a hold on the offense. They get Dallas again. Now, the interesting thing, and I was going to make this point very cynically, and it's a hold on Tyler Biotish again. I I was going to make this point cynically, right? This is where the Eagles have the Dallas Cowboys right where they want them, right? Dallas gives them a very easy turn. I'm like, is that a hold? Yes, that's a hold. But this is exactly where the Eagles have the Cowboys. They got them right where they want them, right? The Eagles are known for being, you know, the comeback kings of the NFL and of the NFC. It's like, hey, well, gee whiz, you know, we 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 can go into all these games, all these second halves against the Chiefs, against the Bills trailing by like 10 points and we can win the game, right? They can win it. They've done it multiple times. Let's see if they can do it here. Let's see how much Jalen Hurts wants to win the MVP. Let's see how much the Eagles want to win this game. No way. No way. As Brandon Aubrey, Brandon Aubrey is about to attempt what will probably be a 60 plus yard field goal for the Dallas Cowboys. Oh my God. It's a 59-yard field goal attempt for Brandon Aubrey. Unbelievable. If he hits this, 59. He already hit a 60. Oh my God, he just hit it. Jesus Christ. Unbelievable kick by Brandon Aubrey. He's the greatest kicker in the NFL. Greatest kicker. It's, or it's, it's Justin Tucker, but Brandon Aubrey should be in that category as well. The fact that he just hit a 60-yarder and then followed it with a 59-yarder is insane. And it was accurate. It was straight down the line. It was perfect. Oh, my God. What, ha- what has Dallas found in Brandon Aubrey? It's disgusting. So as I was mentioning before... Down two touchdowns, right? You got a lot of time left if you're Philly. I was on Twitter I was on Twitter earlier during the game. Eagles fans have essentially quit. They've essentially ran home. They've cried. Cry Eagles cry. But you you have to you have to ask the question, right? This is what made the Eagles so damn good, right? This is what gave so many people so much faith in the Eagles and Jalen Hurts and da 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 da. And it's just like, well, okay. If you can come back from all these football games and you can do all this mess, you're down by 14. Let's see if you can do it against your divisional rival away. Let's see it. Let's see it. 27-13, a quick strike to A.J. Brown for a first down. Dallas, I mean, it's a close game. They can make it a close game if they score here. The Eagles, snap it. DeAndre Swift finds a crease. Gets like six, seven yards here. They run it. Four minutes, ten seconds left. Let's see it. As they're showing the run play with DeAndre Swift. Jalen and the gun. They hand it to DeAndre Swift, who gets maybe one yard maybe two they need an additional one more yard it's third and short third and short you probably run the philly special or the philly whatever 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 the fuck that push push play is you run it here again does dallas have the ability to stop it no they don't no they don't nobody has it nobody has the ability to stop it it was close they kind of like they made them stutter. They made Jalen Hurts stutter. So now it was just like... It was looking kind of bad for him for like half a second. And then they get it. Okay. I don't know. As Chris Collinsworth is talking about the tush push. I'm like, what the fuck is going... What the fuck is going on here with this fucking play? As Jalen, quick strike, Dallas Goddard gets the first down, gets tries, tries to get obliterated by Marquise Bell. Marquise Bell tried to obliterate him, and it doesn't go for them at all. Go well for them at all. As Dallas Goddard helps on Micah Parsons and then makes the play as Marquise Bell tries to obliterate Dallas Goddard, and it doesn't work for him at all. Inside Dallas territory at the 32-yard line. Jalen Hurts, big game for him. DeAndre Swift on a handoff doesn't get anything. Two minutes left. This is another key critical thing, right? You can only, if you're the Eagles, you can only run the football so many times. Oh, by the way, there's this sign that Eagles fans made saying run the ball and things of that nature outside of the Phillies. Who does that on like a Wednesday? Who goes to a practice facility on a Wednesday? It's like, don't you have anything better to do on a Wednesday than to stand outside of a, of a football, professional football organization with a sign that says, run the, run the football? As there should have been a hold on whoever was guarding Dante Fowler, but it doesn't matter because Devontae Smith drops a touchdown. third and 11. But you, as I was saying before, you can only run the football so many times before you start running out of clock. Dallas is trying to essentially just run out of time. They're just trying to force Philadelphia to run out of time because that's essentially like they don't have to score any more points. All they just have to do is like prevent the Eagles from scoring and burn time. That's burn clock. That's it to win the game. And Dallas is trying to win the game. And so they're like, yeah, sure, you can run it for zero yards with DeAndre Swift. We don't care. It's the bottom of the third quarter. And it's like, you guys may score a field goal on this drive. One minute, 25 seconds left. And the third quarter is A.J. Brown on like a coral route or whatever gets practically nothing. And it's just like, all right. As A.J. Brown is frustrated with the Cowboys and probably frustrated with the way that he's playing. And so he starts pushing and shoving the Dallas Cowboys. And they have to go for it. They have to go for it. You're down two touchdowns. Dallas' offense, even with the stuttering and the bumbling and stumbling around in the third quarter, has been phenomenal all game long. It's just like, yeah, you kind of got to go for it here. And again, this play will be one of the final plays of of the third quarter. It's like 15 seconds left. It's fourth and nine. Jalen Hurts and the Eagles aren't going for it. Or excuse me, they aren't going to kick the field goal. They're going to go for it here. It's fourth down. They blitz him. Jalen throws it to Devontae Smith. Great tackle, Savon Diggs. Checks it down. Dallas gets it. Turnover on downs. And what did I say beforehand? What did I say? This is where Philadelphia made their money for two weeks straight before they ran into the buzzsaw that was the San Francisco 49ers. They decided, the media decided as a whole, the reason why Jalen Hurts is the MVP and all that good stuff is because he is able to have these huge miraculous comebacks in the second half against Kansas City and against the Buffalo Bills. And what's happening tonight is that he's not playing up against the Sanf- the, the freaking Buffalo Bills and the Kansas City Chiefs, two overrated football teams. He's going up against the best team in the NFC, or at least one of the best teams in the NFC, and the Dallas Cowboys. As Dallas ran it again on first down and they're just going to burn clock and let it run all the way down to the second, to the fourth and final quarter. And again, Dallas was like, thank you very much. Thank you for running the football all throughout the third quarter and not getting any points. You've essentially made it significantly harder for yourself to essentially win the damn game. You now have to go for the onside kick on your next drive because we're about to run this doggone clock down, we already burned out the final embers of the third quarter, and when we go into the fourth quarter, it's going to be even fewer, fewer uh, chances for you to essentially win this game as they got Lamar and the Jags. They got the L- Lamar Jackson and the Ravens going up against the Jags next week on Sunday Night Football. Second and seven, Dak, play action, gets pressured, throws it to Jake Ferguson, who goes nowhere. The coverage was good. Dak had a free rusher in his face, and so there wasn't really anything that he could do. Mm -mm -mm. Stephon Gilmore, interesting player. As much as the focus has been on Deron Bland, Stephon Gilmore has, before the last couple of weeks, Stephon Gilmore has quietly had one of the best seasons as a DB in the NFL this year. Two-by-two concept, bunched, so it's potentially a screenplay, or an in-breaking route. It's not offsides. Or it maybe is. Dak fires down field. Oh my god. Tries to find Brandon Cooks. But he got he got somebody offsides. And so Dak just threw it down the field. On an offside call. Let me see it. Yeah. I thought at first it wasn't offsides. It was kind of close. But they got him. It was on Jalen Carter. And let me see it. Yeah, it's close. Third and four. After it was third and nine. And it's just like, oh, you know, it's manageable now. Third and four. Dak, extra pressure. Zips it to CeeDee Lamb first down. Now it's like Dallas is like, all right, we're done playing with you. We're done with the with the turnover, Jalen Carter thing. You know, the door is kind of open, but really it's not. Defense has to score a touchdown for you. That's fine. Dak tries to do a little bit too much. That's fine. And boom, bam, touchdown. Not touchdown, but first down. This Dak just nice little play to CD. CD. Six receptions, 71 yards. Motions Michael Gallup. Hands it to Rico Dowdle. Gets like five yards maybe. Thank God that he's back into the game, by the way. Thirteen minutes left in the ball game. Dallas' offense is churning. They're rolling. Philly's defense need to stop. Second and eight, six now. Dak is just burning so much time now. Already two minutes have passed since they've gotten onto the football field. You want to know one of my favorite things about LeBron James as a basketball player? A lot of people, hold on, as Dak play action, Dak sets up, not steps up, and Jake Ferguson is just a little bit of disconnect from Dak and his boys, a little bit. And Dak is talking to Jake Ferguson a little bit. They're showing me, what is it? They're showing me the West Coast offense with Joe Montana first in the 80s. And then Aaron Rodgers in the 2000s. And then Dak, when he essentially hits that drop, when he gets on his back foot in his drop, the ball's out. Essentially, and Chris Collinsworth is emphasizing that point, And he's emphasized that point throughout the entirety of the game. He's emphasized that when Dak hits his back foot, the ball comes out. He's made the decision. P.I. There you go against Bradbury when he's guarding Kevontae Turpin. What was I talking about before that? You know what I wish I could rewind and... Oh my gosh. I forgot what I was talking about before I talked about Dak and hitting his back foot and things of that nature. Hold on. Yeah, Bradbury just... Kevontae Turpin is a little bit light in the ass. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. I was talking about why LeBron is one of my favorite players. There's the whole conversation and debate about like whether or not LeBron is the greatest. Blah 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 blah. Like the impressive thing to me about LeBron, when it comes to whether or not he takes the final shot or hits the final shot, LeBron is like one of the best closers in the NBA when it comes to the final shot. Like I think he has the most game winning playoff game winners, like walk off game winners in the NBA. It doesn't matter. The reason why I like LeBron so much and also Tom Brady is that they manage the game like at a very, like perfectly. Like LeBron will get his teammates involved. LeBron will take perfect shots. At at times, LeBron will just take over the game and he'll be the offense in the fourth quarter and down the stretch. At times, at other times, he'll be the facilitator and let Anthony Davis go and be the guy when he's playing up against the Indiana Pacers in the in-season tournament. With Tom, it was the exact same way. When he had these huge leads with New England and with Tampa Bay, Tom would not allow other teams to get back into the game. And Dak has had a pretty good game so far. Oh my god, Jake Ferguson just hurt on another guy. He's given the Eagles the business. But and he's he's even arguing with the referees a little bit too. But what I like what Dak has done, and the execution wasn't there in the third quarter. They were just trying to close out the game. But Dak and the Dallas Cowboys, they smell blood in the water. They smell the game is about to end. They smell victory, and they're managing the game perfectly. They're moving the ball up the field. They've already taken four, almost five minutes off the clock, and they're about to potentially score another touchdown here. As Dak under center, screen, Brandon Cooks. Gets vertical, gets four, five. No, he gets like six yards. And so that was a little tidbit that I had about Dak and managing the game. Is he as good at managing the game as Tom and LeBron? My TV just turned off. No, it it didn't. It's like my screen just went black on the broadcast. I don't know what just happened. Is he as good as Tom and LeBron about managing the game? No, but is he pretty great at it? Yeah, yes, yes, he is. He's pretty good at it. He's pretty great at it. When you get because this is what he used to do when he was a rookie and an early player. He used to just manage games, burn clock, not turn the football over, hand it off, make proper, good decisions over and over and over again. And it's something that's a little bit lost on on quarterbacks. It's like can you essentially close out games in the fourth quarter? I mean 14, 14 minutes or not fourteen minutes, it's fourteen it's a 14-point differential, right? If you're the Cowboys, the objective of this drive is to take off as many as much clock as you possibly can, then score as many points as you can. And Dallas, it's third and three. I mean, I would go for it here on four down. Why not? If you don't get it. But Dak also needs to be aware. It's just like, hey, you turn the football over once, you can't turn it over again. Even though I was like, yeah, the turnover doesn't really matter. It doesn't. But Dak tries to take a shot to Brandon Cooks downfield. Oh my God! It was a fade, and Brandon Cooks kind of comes up limping. It was a fade. It wasn't like a great ball, Dak. It's it's pi. They didn't call it, and it hits Brandon Cooks in his hands too. By the way, it's a great ball. Brandon can't get his body back in bounds when he jumps, and he gets shoved out of bounds, which is why he also I, I would have, it he gets his body shoved out of bounds. The Cowboys, instead of going for it on fourth down, have waved the white flag and, and have essentially said, "Look, we could go for blood. We could. Why, why would we? Why would we essentially, you know, take out Old Yeller again and put him down again?" they would rather just go for the points and that was something interesting that they didn't do last week against Seattle. Last week in a similar situation when they were up and they could have essentially taken the lead of the game, they went for they I mean they went for the freaking kill shot. They went and they said, "Look, we're going to try and essentially take the touchdown and not the field goal. We're in field goal range, but we're not going to we're not going to attempt the field goal and i thought that was such an interesting decision a week later they were and i thought i thought essentially the same exact thing right i thought that they that they could have taken the points and that would have been fine i felt that they could have taken the fourth down or excuse me gone for it on fourth down and been perfectly fine as well but i and i didn't hate that they missed it i was like it, it comes with it's it's in the business it's like it comes with the territory it's like sometimes you won't get what you want in regards to that. But Dallas this week same situation pretty much except you you're playing with a huge lead. Dallas is like, "Eh, let's not lose the game. We're just going to punt or we're going to kick the ball in the uprights." Brandon Aubrey has been phenomenal today. Let's just let's just take it out. Let's just take out any risk factor in regards to the game and let's just win the damn game. And so now with that being said, they're up 3 scores making it 30 to 13, making the game essentially out of the reach of the Eagles. It's like, why would we add more bloodshed to this game when we're already up? And so that final drive in the bottom of the third quarter was absolutely huge for the Philadelphia Eagles because instead of being down like 10 points, you're now down 17. And so they needed a touchdown. They didn't get it. Technically speaking, they haven't scored a touchdown in the entire fucking game on offense. So there you go. What is going on here? It's J-Ron Curse. who's down. J-Ron doesn't look alright at all. I don't know what happened to J-Ron Curse, but he, he looks concussed or something. I don't know what's going on with him. He looks dazed. I don't know. As J-Ron gets up, hopefully he's alright. He kind of Hobbles to the sideline. J. Ron curse is an absolute warrior or he's skipping. Skipping slash hobbling to the sideline kind of underrated losses for Dallas. Jonathan Hankins and also J. Ron curse two huge players for them on their defense kind of just like went out. You hope they're okay long term for the Cowboys. But yeah, I mean, those aren't those aren't uh, slouches when it comes to how huge they are for the Dallas Cowboys. On defense, second and four, Jalen. Let's see if the Eagles have any fight in them. Jalen in the gun, flanked right. Bang! They snap it to him. Jalen drops back. Quick strike to Devontae Smith again. Right. I I said this I think last week where I was like, for some weird reason, Jalen prefers Devontae Smith in targets and receptions. Hold on. Alright, sorry, they're giving me an update on the uh, the offensive coordinator for the Eagles. Jalen prefers Devontae over A.J. Brown, which is fascinating to me because I think, categorically speaking, everyone would agree, Devontae isn't as good as A.J. Brown. And so for them to essentially be like, A.J. Brown isn't the guy anymore, to me, is as he has a short completion of A.J. Brown, to me, it's just like, it's interesting. Eight minutes, 40 seconds left in the fourth quarter. Let's see if they can score a touchdown here. Jalen, in the gun, flanked right. DeAndre Swift or Kenneth, some running back for the Eagles. And again, it's like, they have a quick slant to A.J. Brown. I think Dallas was like, sure, we'll take that. You gain like four or five yards. I got to ask, like, why didn't they do that sooner? And the stats won't show it because he has eight receptions for 86 yards, but I think he caught, like, three balls on this on this drive alone. He should have, like, over 100, to be honest with you. And probably a touchdown. As they hand it off to Kenneth Gainwell, I do not know why they are running the football on second down. It's like, the last thing you should be doing if you're trying to win the game is run it. It's like third and two, third and one. Yep, third and one, seven minutes, 40 seconds left. They're going to run Philly, the tush push. And again, out of all the teams that I've seen go up against the tush push, Dallas has had a very interesting... Hold on. Hold on. It's offside on the offense, but the interesting thing that Dallas has done has caused the uh, caused like the scrum. It's a rugby play. It's a rugby scrum, pretty much. They've caused it to kind of stutter, not stop it, but stutter, which is really interesting because it's like Jalen then has to kind of pick his pick his holes that he has to go through. He doesn't initially get it, but then he gets pushed, and then that's when he gets it. And then now it's third and six as an offsides gets called on the Eagles here. They rush with, not they rush, but they they get it to A.J. Brown on like a screenplay. Dallas almost gets to Jalen. Again, it's been all A.J. Brown on this drive, but it's been a whole lot of nothing when it comes to the rest of the game. I mean, he's almost at 100 yards, but again, it's like a lot of this has been on this drive. Six minutes fit, and they're also burning a lot of time. I don't know what the Eagles are doing. Six minutes, 48. Jalen, deep drop, quick pass. Devontae Smith, two missed tackles. Fumble! Again! The Cowboys recover. Oh my goodness. Another huge fumble. First, it was by Jalen Hurts, then by A.J. Brown. Now by Devonte Smith. I mean it's just been and he covers the ball up and Marquise Bell comes in and absolutely strips him. Oh my god. What a great job by Dallas. And now now the white flag has probably been waved. As I will watch probably the rest of this game. What's the final score? Let me just Google the final score. The game's over with. It's been over with probably 30, 40 minutes. What is the final score here? 33 to 13. So Eagles had no shot. They didn't score again. Dallas, I think, scored another touchdown. They scored like an additional six points. Dak had a pretty decent game. He had an okay game, I guess. Not Not his best, but good enough to win. The Eagles did absolutely nothing on defense, which is to be expected. Um, Or not on defense. The Eagles did nothing on offense. And then the Eagles' defense didn't stop Dallas really all that well in the first half. And then the game was pretty much over with. So, excuse me. So I'll kind of end it here and I'll wrap it up on Tuesday. I'll wrap up all of the games on Tuesday as well. Here's the thing, right? Dallas... I'm so glad that we got this game over with, done, et cetera, et cetera, because I don't want to ever have to, like, talk about, like, Dallas Dallas doesn't have a top-tier win on their victory and da-da-da-da-da. It's like, well, now that they do, they've absolutely destroyed the Philadelphia Eagles, and they played really, really well against the Seattle Seahawks. Here's the thing about the Dallas Cowboys, and I'll say it once, I'll say it twice, I'll say it three times. Dallas is, is either the first or second-best team in regards to the NFL outside of the 49ers. And the reason for that is is that Dallas just beat the Seattle Seahawks, they just beat the Eagles. They've absolutely torn apart just brutal, brutal, brutal teams or not brutal teams. They've had brutal games against teams in the NFL. They've dominated the weaker competition and they've won and they've been easy and they've been not easy, they've been great. The only essentially hiccup they've had was against the was against the 49ers, and then also against the Cardinals. But they have essentially dominated the competition. They've won every single game that they've played in. It's been a absolute treat to get to watch the Dallas Cowboys shellack the Eagles for four straight quarters. And my mistake, it wasn't that the Cowboys had a touchdown. It was that they just hit two field goals, which is what Dallas really should have done. Anyways, I'm piecing out for tonight. I'll recap this on Friday, or not Friday, but Tuesday. I'll be back on Tuesday. I'll see you Tuesday, 24th Podcast.